He definitely does not suspect anything. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I can't. I can't think of anything uh, uh, extraordinary um, that you would learn from being so deceptive. But yeah. we'll we'll move on. Okay. You, you are not at all. Per- perhaps um, the, the the movement he actually follows through with some of the light suggestions that I mentally berated him to make, and so the movement <laughs> will get a small boost in the coming months. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good plan. He's trying to change the setting on you. <laughs> all right uh excellent so okay so you guys um you guys actually just make your way off the ship uh in a completely normal fashion um the, well uh we, we still haven't uh, dealt with the fact that we have a kid and no burlap sack well well the thing about that is that somebody rolled absurdly high on that roll and we said that he his his slumber was particularly deep yeah. um so well, yeah, I mean, he no, no, he he's not getting up. But but how do we get from the tile room by his bedroom to the ship uh, without somebody seeing us yeah, drag yeah, the yeah, sun? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If you want to hand yeah, wave well, that, I'm and happy. that's just no, no, no. Well, you're you're right. So let's have um, whoever wants to, who's going to move the body, and then uh, again, we can either have a, a deception or an agility roll to stealth your way or sort of bluff your way. Can't links from teleport. Oh my god, can he teleport with the kid to onto the ship? Uh, he can't, uh, he can tell about 30 feet, um, but this, this yacht is like really, is bigger than that, unfortunately. So, so, so can we bamf can, room to room rather than taking the hallways? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you can definitely do that. Uh, the, the risk that that carries is that there's actually somebody in a room that you sort of don't know what you're teleporting into. Hmm. Um, you know, so it's kind of, but what I'll say this though, from a, from a meta perspective, I'll give you a better chance at it by doing that because the hallways are a little bit more high traffic. Um, or, uh, since the alarms are going off and things are a little bit crazy, I could also just continually cast darkness around us. Yes, as we run. Yeah, so it's like yeah. a darkish plotch going through the the, yeah, the ship. You're the no only one notices. that can see through that. We would all right. us be. Well, you got you two can get out of there no problem because you've made your excuses. Right. It's mm-hmm. Lobos and I that need to get to well, and, and, the and I guess taxi, you can run right? with the kid, yeah. and I can I can walk ahead to scout to see if anybody mm-hmm. sees uh, is is in the hallway, and the blotch of darkness can come after. Right, exactly. I could I and I could also try to maybe hex out some of the lights as I walk. So oh, so isn't nice. isn't the blotch That's of darkness cool. going to be equally suspicious as you carrying an unconscious child? Not if I hex out the lights. Ghastlies are actually a known Pokemon in this region. It's I fine. feel like, is, is, is there a, a convenient <laughs> kitchenette right next door to this tile room that has large, like, like room service trolleys with, like, big tablecloths down them? going back to the burlap sack! Basically. <laughs> Don't you wish you brought that damn burlap sack? Yeah, yes. there's a there's a flashback. We go back to you picking out the sack and me saying, "No, I've got it covered." And you saying, "Okay," and you put the sack back down and then you just <laughs> like shake your fist. Ah, <laughs> oh, Vivian! <laughs> Vivian! <laughs> so another thing I'll throw out for uh, uh, for Langstrom is that you um, it's not noted because you don't have boon focus. So you, in other words, you have to roll and there's a chance of failure. But you could also invoke the levitate boon, which might help in the situation as well. So I could just be floating the kid along, but put a put a tarp oh. over him and pretend he's a trolley. <laughs> yeah, if man, we keep coming up with worse and yeah, worse if plans. If you flip him over so his feet aren't sticking up, that would work perfectly. Actually, yeah. he's the tray. Just push him along. <laughs> And at some point, I have to like get a. I stop and get a tray of sandwiches and just put it on his back. 
<laughs> all right, this sounds like a deception rule. This, uh, all right, you know, I'm. Let's just throw it out the window. This is what we're gonna do because this is clearly the best plan. This is obviously, uh, the best so plan. So, should I roll movement first to try to levitate the kid? Uh, you you can. You don't have to. It, it's that you don't. It's not necessary to levitate the kid. I was just throwing uh, so it out. So, what's the a... range of the levitation? Can we just levitate, push him out a window, walk back to our ship casually, <laughs> and then? And then use our ship to pick him up as he floats out there. Uh, that's 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 I that's very similar to what I had thought, but didn't want to blurt just, out. Like, I didn't want to like, give us the feed idea. It, feed it to you guys. <laughs> this is so um, basically like like uh, like space, right? We we just push him out of an airlock here, and then we go pick him up around the other side. Right. Yeah. So so the range. So there's a couple. There are some limitations on this. Like somebody might see this kid slowly, gently float by their little window. Like, what's he doing out there? <laughs> So the, the the range on <laughs> now who am I to get in the way of a good plan? Um, I, I I I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, but the <laughs> the range on it is ten for him. So uh, ranges for things in Open Legend are streamlined like everything else. So attribute one through three is range of five squares or twenty five feet. Same thing. Uh, and then uh, four through six is 10 and then seven through nine is 15. Uh, so that is 50 feet is, is his character's range for levitating. So if he leaves that, that range, then he will fl- plummet Wait, like the, a rock. The, the, the range increases linear, not exponential or, or, uh, yeah, the range increases That's linear. Yeah. So by a score of 50, it's not uh, like the universe spanning ability to, yeah. Well, no, no. There are other ways that that oh, happens right. Right. in a in a in a in a, but just not with this particular thing. But uh, so so I'll, that's a good point. I'll, real quick. So ritual magic is a feat that actually allows you to um, greatly expand ranges of things like uh, and and teleport, for example, goes to miles once you get up to those high level ones. It's just the the range of invoking an effect like mm. this that particular thing is 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 non-parabolic it's just all right. linear all right so with all of these wonderful plans i'm going to i'm going to try the scooby doo i want to try to levitate this kid mm-hmm. throw a tablecloth over him and pretend <laughs> that he is a lunch trolley all right <laughs> all right that is the deception roll if i ever heard one okay all right uh, we'll assume the levitation we won't make you roll twice cuz that's just boring uh, okay. Deception to see how uh, whether anybody buy, sees through the ruse. I don't see how they could. Twenty-one deception. <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-one. Uh, so I will see seven. So no. Uh, no. Nobody. Nobody um, suspects the, the Scooby Doo trolley. Nobody. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, as you, there it is. You know. <laughs> Our first weapon All is right. fear. Vivian. Fear and ruthless efficiency. Well, you know what? I come in again. V- v- Vivian and, and the Lord uh, finally come around the corner to see the entrance to our docked ship, and uh, the two of us are sitting here eating sandwiches next to a trolley. Like, <laughs> you guys got here. Nom, nom, nom. Where's the kid? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't about it. worry about it. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> so I will take the kid. <laughs> and push him onto the taxi. We will all get on board. The, the, the private and ship. make our escape. Au revoir. Nice. Thank you for a lovely dinner. Au revoir. <laughs> okay. Very well. Um, so uh, yeah, you guys, you guys make it out completely 
with the exception of the completely missing uh, child, which will probably be noticed at some point. Hopefully tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> we have at least at least a few hours head start at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you guys, um, it is, it's kind of like, uh, it's late evening, but not like ungodly hour in the morning late. It's, you know, it's like 10 o'clock or something like that um, at night. So it's, it's well into the night, but it's also, uh, you know, not the middle of the night. So what are you guys doing next? So did I, we never really brought up where is the portal? Like where do we have to? Is it like hidden somewhere in a base, or is it just like in the middle of the sky? The portal is is, is actually a, a gigantic. Imagine like uh, a, a huge Gothic arch type structure like Louis made arch. of like stone and stuff. And yeah, except it's like you know the city, you know Schlechtenberg itself is a hundred miles wide. So this is just this like really big mile like. Um, landmark that people can see from far away and when it was inactive up until very recently it it, it is like the St. Louis art it's it's the same thing because it you know but now that the portal is active there's heavy guard on both sides as one enters it's heavily patrolled by the the military um, and only those with papers you guys have papers are are able to pass through the portal Um, so it's this strange like glowing thing that emits you know it's 10 o'clock in the morning and there are lots and lots of lights in Schlechtenberg and there's a lot of it's you know imagine a like a industrial age New York City but nothing nothing shines as bright as the portal you can literally see it from anywhere since you guys are in the sky there's no chance of missing it then I'd say we head straight there as quick as possible just turn back into ourselves so that our papers match who we look like and and Mm -hmm. get ready to do the whole thing. Yeah, probably... It's just it's just the four of us and this uh, trolley. Well, well, I <laughs> and this trolley. Uh, Lobos <laughs> will will take the time to think through her ring of of you know like the the ferret is in the hen house. The the we have Tweedledee and Tweedledum and 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 we're going to the orifice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> these nice. these pants are ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably put on new pants. Class. Okay. Sounds fair. I don't want to walk around with a soup stain. No, we can't have that. That would be that would be way more ridiculous than the the, the cart with the, the child. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for uh, seeing that as well. <laughs> Thank you for for sharing my perspective on this matter. Um, yeah. So so you guys are are good. Uh, you head back toward. You head straight towards the portal. Uh, that's fine. Seriously though, how are you getting a kid through the <laughs> through customs? So don't so we have our own ship that's going through with with all four of us who have papers on board? So can't we just jam him into like the smuggler's hatch that we've we've created out of the old air conditioner? We just tear it out and throw it literally out onto the city as we're flying. And I'm te- I'm telling you, man, you, this is the 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 amount of not failing that's <laughs> happened here is is disappointing as a GM. You know what I mean? Like. You weren't supposed to have an airship just to sort of go right through <laughs> customs like this. Uh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. That's fine. So uh, uh, roll, roll either a deception or agility. You're going to be inspected going through customs. Uh, how well is the uh, kid's body hidden? <clears throat> I, I will uh, volunteer as uh, I have a score of five in agility. So uh, unless somebody with... with yep. uh, you know, magical powers that 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 tend toward the extreme uh, open-ended dice wants to do it. Oh, oh, I see a finger raised. <laughs> I can do memory alteration and have him not see what he just saw. 
or her. Yeah, that's a good idea. You could we'll 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 allow that to be something that can be done on someone unconscious. So you can just do that as a as a byproduct that doesn't, you know, you can just do that in addition to. So that's fine. So I only had one explosion this time. Oh, only I, one. Only oh, one. Wow. I'm Four. at a 21. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. All right, we're going to have to start Well, you're up our roles you're down. up against your most you're up against your most worthy opponents now. You know, the customs officers have the best perception score. So, uh, I will have a very obvious goes. bottle with liquid in it so that they will focus on me. Because I clearly can't take that through. No. Nope. And it's definitely more yeah, than three more ounces. than three ounces of liquid. So, <laughs> so they're going to focus on. Hold, you should just be holding a cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> a cantaloupe. Yes, I have a, can, I I have a cantaloupe I, in one hand and I a miss, bottle of four ounces of water in the other. Yeah, Lobos has many fruits and vegetables <laughs> that are not allowed to pass the the customs. They're they're not certified as. Oh 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 the oh right right vegetables right I, I, for a moment there I didn't I thought. I thought that there you were about to tell me a story that I missed about someone being arrested for <laughs> the cantaloupe being suspected as explosive. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, of course. No, you can't take vegetables through customs. Everybody knows that. Or, or fruit, <clears throat> for that matter. Uh, so that's fine. Uh, they are looking at you with your uh, suspect goods. Um, I have a... Wow, on... 3d6 plus 1d20, I have a total of 8. So, no in any way. case. Uh, <laughs> so, they didn't even notice my bottle. So, like, like yeah, I got off with a bottle of water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to dump out your, your beverage. This is like, this is the pinnacle of... <laughs> the airship slipped in there right at the end of this guy's shift, and he just did not give any more fucks. It's just <laughs> he was like, whatever. Hung over from the previous night of like breathing only fumes in the bottom basement level of where he works. He's just like, okay, keep going, keep going. I don't, whatever. You're, you're good. <laughs> he had not a not a solitary spare fuck to give yep. uh, uh, regarding this. Um, so you guys make it through customs, uh, and very very strange. So I've, I've uh, as a, as a common an editorial, uh, I've run uh, this campaign setting for two years. I, I wrote it whilst doing so, and uh, never have we we we've had people acquire we have players acquire airships after a great deal of 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 you know hardship and 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 trial. Uh, but now you guys are just in the new world, and you just have your little you know uh, uh, air, airship vessel taxi thing. Um, so the one thing that happens as you pass through the portal that you weren't expecting is, uh, you know, you see like yourselves disappear into this swirl, you know, this swirling vortex, of course, and uh, going through, you feel what can only be the sort of bending of space and time as you feel yourselves like you almost feel like it's a, it's to the point of, you know, being driven to madness sort of as as like you're. Your your sanity is is check is challenged by like the this feeling of tearing or something in, in your your very essence of your being coming through on the other side it stops and you are all viciously nauseous as a result of being shunted through this what can only be like a wormhole or something like that so you guys come through vomiting all over your nice shiny ship that you don't own but now you do and uh, so the first thing that you notice. You can see uh, off in the distance, it's nighttime, and uh, 
But the first thing you do is looking out the window, you see that there are in fact two different moons and um, a, a speculation that's sort of gone back and forth. There are not lots of people that have traveled between Amoria and Schlechtenberg because it's just very heavily regulated. Um, but there are rumors, of course, that trickle back and forth. And uh, the common people speculate as to whether it's a portal to somewhere else, you know, far away or whether it's another world. But this would seem to confirm that it is another world as you have not seen. Now, granted, the smog prevents people from seeing much at all from Schlechtenberg. But yeah, you have towers and observation towers in Schlechtenberg. And uh, there are not two moons. So um, as, you as, you, as you emerge, looking out, you see that's the first thing you notice because it's dark. And then, you know, scanning the, the nearby foliage and such, it is a very, very, very dense jungle. But the unusual part about the jungle is every so often, off in the distance, you can see like a flicker of green light. And it almost seems as if the, the jungle itself is, is sort of alive or, or dancing with these strange sort of lights or something like that. You guys have never seen anything like it exactly. Uh, now, I mean, you guys have all seen magic. It's fairly common in Schlechtenberg. So you don't know if those are people uh, performing some kind of magic or something supernatural. Uh, the jungle itself, uh, it's anyone's guess. Uh, and then also, there's a large path that's well-worn. Uh, it's about 20 feet wide that proceeds, and it goes toward uh, the outpost called Mundu Watch. So Mundu Watch is the, the human outpost that is right, you know, right at the, the sort of foot of the portal uh, between uh, Schlechtenberg and Amoria. And um, so kind of looking around, again, this is, so this is like a couple hundred feet off. Uh, so you have a couple hundred feet before you get to the outpost Mundu Watch proper. Um, but you guys, you have instructions, and I think we, I, I glossed over this or failed to be specific about this earlier, but you do have specific instructions that you are headed due east of Mundu Watch. In fact, quite a ways, far enough that it almost might have been a challenge if you didn't have your own uh, airship vessel to, <laughs> to, to make your way toward the, the rendezvous point. For, for the duration of the voyage, we're just sipping tea with our pinkies up and debating the, uh, the, the, the possible scores of the fighting schleps next season. <laughs> I love it. So, what, so that's the initial scene. So what, what are you guys all doing? So I'm looking at my ring and I'm sort of spinning it very deliberately as I look at each of the other characters. And I sort of, it's sort of the unspoken word of, you know, do we trust that when we get there, we're going to get paid? I don't say it, but it's certainly implied by my actions. I'm just kicked back waiting to get there, kind of drumming my <laughs> fingers anxiously on the console or something. Console dashboard. Not that I'm nervous or anything. I'm just impatient. Lobos is, is surrounded in a, in a haze of blue fog, uh, anxiously uh, awaiting the other shoe. <laughs> Very well. And uh, Rand is just upset he ruined another pair of pants when they came through this friggin' rift. <laughs> Damn pants. You know, these don't tailor for free. It's hard to get pants that fit me. <laughs> yeah, says the guy who can change. That's great. Changing anything. <clears throat> Excellent. Okay. So nobody nobody responds to uh, to poor Vivian's uh, concern about getting paid. I suppose. <laughs> I guess we'll we'll burn that bridge when we come to it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. 
<clears throat> All right. So what is, what's the next step for you guys? You know that you need to head due east. Um, you know that Mundu Watch is the military outpost. Um, there, are, uh, there are guards at the portal. Uh, so, so as you come through, that's another thing I, sh I didn't mention but should have, which is like you do see actual you know, people standing guard in armor. There are a handful of these, these very mech-like um, uh, apparatus that appear to be... Um, they have huge chainsaws it, where the arms would be. And uh, it looks like a kind of pneumatic, you know, deforestation extra body. That, yeah, a deforestation. That? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's meant for. And there's lots of. It's dark-ish, so you can't see well, but you definitely see a lot of stumps and stuff like that. Um, that obviously have been, you know trees that have been cut down. I, I assume we head uh, the opposite direction that we need to go until we're mm -hmm. we're sort of out of sight and then we duck down uh real close to the tree line and skirt around to take extra time since uh an overland traversal mm -hmm. would have taken eternity but now since we have this airship in the same amount of time we can cover a lot more ground so we'll we'll shoot yeah. to to uh lead the the witnesses who saw us come through because soon this this uh, flying ship will be hot right uh they'll they'll all attest mm -hmm. that we went uh, the another direction and then we'll we'll skirt around and head the direction that we need to so we will travel at okay. the speed of narration <laughs> gonna get a montage <laughs> that's great montage. man i uh i have not used i've not used that one before i i uh i have to remember that travel at the speed of narration that's that's excellent um wow plus 100 All uh, right. i love it <clears throat> okay so uh so you guys make your way through through the uh through the jungle and um you you fake or sort of faint and go one way, uh, and then sort of double back, uh, heading another direction. You're about an hour east of Moondew Watch when Nico begins to sort of stir, as it were, from his rather deep slumber that has been magical. That's been uh, now hours. What do you all do? Keep casting sleep on him forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. <laughs> You can do that once around with no penalty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that, well, well, the idea. So my my vision for how open legend works is that things like when when it's when the speed of narration is slow and we're covering larger amounts of time, then like a roll also would rounds cover. also expand. Yeah, exactly. That's my idea. But the fact is that um, it 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 doesn't actually have any impact in, on the story right now. You're right. You're correct because yeah, you might fail to initially put him back to sleep. But he's like hooded, bound, gag. Like, there's no chance that he's gonna, you know. I mean, he, other than if you wanted to talk to him, which is an option. Uh, but other, otherwise, we can gloss over that. Suddenly, uh, Lobos does uh, have interest in asking him at least one question. Okay. So, um, if if he does come to between our our sleep, castings, uh, you you never yeah. name pets that you're going to eat, and you never talk to hostages that you might have to kill. Oh, Lobos <laughs> would kill all of you in a second if it advanced her her movement. <laughs> you know, you 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 assume you're, that she values you over her cigarettes, which she does not. You're, but, you're uh, going to be surly disappointed when you realize that you started the war you're trying to prevent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 uh, as as it comes to, I'll I'll say, what do you know of Baron Charlemance? Baron Charlemance, uh, and so roll. Um, you you will have to meet, roll me either presence or persuasion to get him to trust his uh, captor. Uh, I mean, unless you're gonna like, you know, 
cut his fingers off or something. I mean, I don't know what's going that's, on that's, here. But uh, I assume he needs to be delivered intact. And we can skip over the standard, like, who, what am I, where are you? Like, like we're going to do terrible things unless, you know, something, something. You're in our captain. Yeah, yeah. So but, you can, uh, yeah. you can either. I'll, I'll do yeah, presents. I mean, I'll blow smoke in his face until uh, I got a 14 and a four. Nothing exploded. 18 total. You kind of catch him off guard. He he seems to be guarded, and he seems like he's been like almost almost like a, a wealthy uh, a son of a wealthy person's that you know to sort of resist captors or not give you know not give answers to a a, a kidnapper. But you catch him at a moment where his guard's down, and uh, he sort of mutters under his breath when you say that he's like Char- Baron Charlemagne. Who what who's that? And uh, and he kind of like almost says it to himself. And well, he's uh, definitely not the that, man who paid us to kidnap you. That's for sure. <laughs> Whatever. We've dropped his name already to every Tom, Dick, and witness around. <laughs> every the entire universe will know. And barely Charlemagne's. Uh, although his his introduction to this uh, plot was very brief. At no point did he say uh, we needed to keep his name secret. So <laughs> the entire universe knows right. that uh, he's behind it. I'll help you guys out and uh, and just advance the story a little bit for fun. This is not this is something that's so subtle that it's not really noticeable. I think from a player perspective, but when you had the uh, Abruzio, the good Lord Abruzio, mm. on the uh, massage table, the last thing that happened before the lights went out for him was he was asked about Charlemagne's, and he he your care. What we'll say is, I think the dialogue between us, like in real life, was so abbreviated or cut short that this wasn't even clear, but. At this point, it becomes clear to your character, Vivian, it becomes clear to Vivian that um, he was about to say something, and you remember him having a puzzled look on his face when you asked him about Baron Charlemagne's, and uh, it, it echoes, that echoes with the, the child's reaction right now. Is there a Baron Charlemagne's? Is it Kaiser Soze? <laughs> Kaiser Soze! <laughs> oh my god, he's going to remove all witnesses. So so we immediately, if, if simultaneously, all four of us take off our rings, drop them in the jungle, and then we go hide. We, we start a new life with the boy. It's, it's, it's like, uh, you, know, uh, Char- you know, Crusoe family, right? We just live in a Robinson treehouse. Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Well, I mean, we, we can end on that if you want to. It's up to you, it's up to you no, guys. No, no. no, I really want uh, to find out. I, I want this other shoe to drop. But okay. I do think right. that my character is smart enough. To, we, we do have a sniper on board that we should yeah. find a place that has an outlook over the meeting set you up on a perch before we go in mm. uh just in case something happens or oh, yeah. when the thing happens although i mean it's not going to be a surprise he knows uh what we're doing where we're talking about and that we have these rings on so he knows where we are but yeah yeah we'll take some sensible precautions cool. we'll we'll go in heavy you better have a whole crate That's full cool. of coins or whatever currency we don't have we don't have definitive definitive me- mechanics for this on uh, on your character right now, although they're they're available in the game. But uh, I hadn't thought I put the sniper as like a like a that's like an approximation. But you could be an actual. You, we could say that you like have a gun that you have your energy magic channels well, through as, or something. As, That'd be as, as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's not a gun. <laughs> it's it's a, a double telescopic lens, right? The first one's a really long telescope with, with, with polished jade lenses. And then the second one's like a spotting scope. So I have to set up with a tripod and focus my like nice. eye through the small one. And then I focus my magic through the large one to get it at such stream range. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, I remember now, I guess as a DM, sometimes multitasking. I think I missed that, that detail, but that's great. Okay. Yeah, cool. All right, sounds good. So, 
Okay, so you guys proceed to the uh, to the rendezvous point post haste. Should I assume that you don't try to squeeze anything else out of the boy? Um, you can. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, but let me know. Yeah, I think um, Lobos was the only one who really wanted to talk to him, and we're going to drop her off before we get there. Okay. <laughs> Just put him right okay. back to sleep. Like, oh, nobody knows Baron's Charlemance. I guess we'll find out how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> no one's curious enough to wonder why or smart enough to put the piece together can we roll can someone who's smarter than uh the average sniper roll to just put the pieces together well but the thing is if the boy <laughs> doesn't know who that person is we're dealing with an absence of information it's not like he can tell us anything relevant he can only tell us what he doesn't know well but 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 it's suspicious that that neither of the lordly people we've talked to know the bar- person that baron charlemance like so so what let, let me let me um let's let's uh so yeah, I apologize. This is just you know disparity between player versus character knowledge, and that's you know that's on that's on my shoulders. But um, one of the things I, I tried to convey, and I think I probably didn't succeed, is that you're taking this job because the pay is like enough to retire on as soon as you succeed at yes. the job. In vetting this this employer, other people had not heard of him at that time, but you just figured that's you know, he was more unknown or a lesser known noble alias. And, you know, this is, yeah, this is, this is of course confirming your worst nightmare about the whole thing now. But at the time it was like, you know, the pay is so good or, you know, the motivation is so compelling that, uh, you know, you're willing to risk it. So, so, so as, as Lobos looks on through her powerful lenses, the steamship lands in the extremely convenient clearing with a cliff overlook just above it. So you guys do that, and um, you get set up. Uh, we, we get uh, uh, the sniper get, takes position. You drop her off and uh, make your way in. Um, I'll just assume that you sort of park outside of sight before you walk, you know, heel-toe, you know, hoof it up to the structure itself. Or do you want to just land in a blaze of glory in your, your airship that's totally out of place for this world? Let's just land and get it yeah, over I with. That, that okay. way they have it to panic and flee with. <laughs> well, yep. it, that also right. might put them in the mindset that we're not prepared for this, that we haven't thought it through, which could make it seem like Scott's position is, you know, something we didn't do. What happened to the fourth one of you? They died. That's not what my ring tells me. Shut up and give us the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys, you guys are cruising in. You guys are at cruising speed. And... Um, uh, so the sniper has this great position that can, uh, that can sort of spot the various, like, uh, uh, platforms. The, the ant farm style, uh, housing that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like these different platforms that are scattered throughout the trees, sort of trying to be above the swamp. You have a good, you have a good line of sight on all of that. And, um, you have a weaker line of sight to their current location as, as they're creeping in, suddenly, um, the ship lurches and you see out of the windows a series of what look like vines. However, they are animated. They are barbed with very, very sort of like heavy thorns. They have a very, very slight, almost purplish glow to them as uh, it, it's it's barely perceptible because it's like very dim. Um, but you, you spot it as they, they begin to reach up and wrap around and hold the ship immobile where you guys are. So again, uh, Carrie Ann, the sniper, can still see them, but it's not what you had hoped for in terms of 
seeing them on the platforms uh, where you have a really clear shot, but you can still um, you can still participate in, in what's happening. Uh, so what do the rest of you guys do who are piloting? So you see this happen and you can see, you probably don't even see the glow just because it's, uh, it's, it's nighttime-ish and it's not obvious. So what we'll do is, it's a little faster than that. So we'll actually jump straight into it. And it's okay if we don't finish. What I'm going to do is the vines, they begin to sort of like crush through the windows of the ship and they just begin to sort of like, you know, overwhelm and, and surge into the ship and they actually reach to attack you guys. Um, so those vines are one. So uh, I rolled a 27. That is versus your evasion as these. So your damage, that the damage that you take is equal to 27 minus your evasion score and um, your evasion defense score. And does anybody take five damage or more? Vivian does. I would take uh, nine points of damage. Okay. So, so on a, yes. Okay. So what happens is you see as the, uh, as these vines wrap around you guys and, and attempt to sort of just like choke the life out of you, you see these cruel barbs, these cruel barbs begin to sort of wrap around you. And then once they sort of latch on, it's almost like a leech or something like that. As they, the, the purple that was initially very faint becomes very bright and you can almost feel like this sort of like soul siphoning thing happening as um, the, the vines begin to get like so almost engorged, like they're alive and actually draining the blood and sucking the blood right out of you, literally. Langstrom! <laughs> so you guys, what we'll do is uh, we'll just be a little less formal about initiative um, just to speed things up. We can roll initiative if we want, but... We won't. So you guys just jump in because I have one, I have one combatant on my side, and you guys you can take your turns in whatever order you uh, like. Lobos will will <clears throat> open up through through the dense jungle, um, as the best she's okay. able to. She'll she'll take an opening volley just at yeah. the vines around the ship, trying to sever them from their sources. Yep. So, uh, so you have uh, you're going to have disadvantage one. So that would offset some of your advantage that you get by default. Oh. I, 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 that's interesting. My perception was the disadvantage was on the 20 and advantage was on the 8s because of my... That's not no, the case. No, no, no. It's all on the same die and it, it keeps things streamlined. So the way Open Legend works is, for example, if I wanted to do a, an attack that's area attack for a 3x3 three three area, if I have attack specialization 3, then normally I would get advantage 3. I would roll 3 extra dice. In this case, I can do a 3x3 three three attack, but I just go back to my default of just the dice without the the extra one. So you can kind of pay for the oh. cost of multi-attack and all that sort of stuff out of the pool of advantage okay. that you have. So, so yeah. Uh, I, I can already do uh, multi-attack three for free, right? And then I only have yep. four D8s yep. because I lost my fifth D8 uh, from... Okay. Correct. Disadvantage one. That's one of the eights rolled an eight. Don't sum up the dice that weren't high. Right, don't sound 17 plus this, uh, 13 is 30. 30, okay, nice, beautiful. Pew, um, pew. <clears throat> so, uh, on a 30, you definitely sever some of the vines. And so what we'll say is uh, where, where there were multiple vines, um, their capacity to sort of multi-attack uh, as you sever some of them uh, is diminished as a result. He has a definite impact as he severs one of them at the root with his magical 
laser-ish focused beam thing. Uh, so who wants to go next on your side? I'll go. Um, so I'm being constricted by these vines, right? Yep. Your character, to be clear about this, uh, remember that you can shapeshift into someone more agile or more strong than yourself. Yeah. Right. So if I wanted to shapeshift into someone that was more bear-like, I could do that too? Yep. Yeah, you could totally be a bear. All right. That's great. I would, I, I would like to become a bear because I feel like a bear, just the fact that I'm turning into a bear while being constricted, I'm going to at least rip apart some of these vines. And then I will finish the job. That's perfect. Go ahead. So uh, do, I, do you just want me to make an attack because I can shape change at will or, or what? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to roll the shape change. That's automatic. And then um, we'll say that the bear that's on your sheet is meant for like something that could be even like first level. You're sixth level. So we'll assume that your might score is six instead of five okay. for the bear form. So then what, what kind of attack am I rolling? So that would be d20 plus 2d8. No explosions. That is a 19. 19. Okay. Uh, so on a 19, um, you're able to shake off some of the vines and uh, you do some damage to to them as you sort of rend at them with your claws. However, you know, they're kind of all over the place and you lack the ability to sort of target one at the root, so to yeah. speak. So there's there's a lot of them still entwining you and it's, it's definitely far from... Uh, Far from resolved or whatever, um, but you do you do some damage and partially sever them. So who's up next? All right, I'm going to use um, immobilization boon bane to try to freeze okay. the uh, vine so they don't constrict any further on us. So Very that cool. is enchantment versus resolved, and I got a twenty. You invoke the bane, and uh, by all accounts, according to your sort of professional opinion as a uh, as a, a mage or whatever we're calling you. It, it should work. However, you notice that it does not, and you immediately think that there is something going on here beyond what is obvious. You you have, you know, you're not an illusion specialist. However, you've worked closely enough with people like that that you that's your immediate uh, reaction in, in 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 your head. All right. Or I want to. If I have anything left to do, is I want to take my ring off. <laughs> All right. You take does your ring off. Does he immediately die? Does it explode? Does he no longer get his share? This is this is excellent. Um, you taking your ring off. What happens is uh, initially, not the the vines are still there. So you're like, oh shit, what's going on? You know what I mean? You you thought that it would solve that problem, but you find that the formerly squirming sort um, no formerly unconscious figure of Nico, the child that you guys had kidnapped, is actually conscious, which didn't seem to be the case before you when you had the ring on as you take the ring off it seems that he is conscious and sort of squirming around now you guys you did not like hood him or cover his face is that correct i want to make sure i understand that right i don't remember saying one way or the other but uh, yeah no we, okay. let's just yeah, say we, we tied no. him up that was yeah it. so you pull off the ring and you're now staring at the face of the it is a child he is 12 years old it is a boy in fact, they even both have blonde hair. But the problem is that he is the son of Magdalena Tresson, who is known as the only per, the only member of the Council of Three, the archmages who rule over Schlechtenberg. They're, typically, their identity is secret. However, in this case, because of all the politics around the colonization effort, she essentially came forward and has been managing the politics around what happens 
like in the new world. And as a result, your understanding from rumor is that there is a deadlock between Blofeld arms and armaments and herself, a sort of political struggle where she's trying to gain popular opinion, keep things peaceful, keep things from getting like escalated or something like that. And on the other hand, you have Blofeld arms and armaments trying to fan the flames of war, the flames of war. And, uh, and so basically it looks like you got the wrong kid. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You guessed it. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.